0: just ask that you'll be with us, hear hear us, minister to our hearts, and draw us close to you. Amen. Amen. The Apostle Paul was uh, the the writer of a majority of the uh, New Testament and considered one of the greatest apostles ever to live. Now, if he's not perfect, no one is. Here's what I'd like you to do. Look around. Look at the people next to you. Just go ahead. You can look. You can even look up here. And I know. It's hard to believe. But I'm not perfect. And neither are you. And that's what Apostle Paul is saying. That that, um, he wasn't perfect, but it didn't give him an excuse for not to try or not to press on, or not to work toward, or not to grow toward perfection. I went to a conference many years ago, and one of their, one of their um, core values was excellence honors God and inspires people. Uh, one of the things that you'll see about our church and our staff is that we, we meet together every week. And um, yes, it's depressing. But, um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we meet together every week and we, we evaluate. We, how can we do this better? What can we do to help ministry happen? We look at the worship and all of those things. And, and listen, it's not because we're looking to point out other people's mistakes, because I don't make that many, but, <laughs> it, but excellence honors God. And it inspires people. And so our growth and the way we focus our attention on our spiritual journey is so important because the way we grow impacts those that are looking on. It inspires others to see us living a godly Christian life. It inspires others to do great things. So questions that you need to ask yourself are like, you know, am I... Am I really doing all that I can am I making the same mistakes in my spiritual journey do I continue to lie and cheat and steal and do things that are uh, just not godly do I have terrible thoughts or look at things that I shouldn't be looking at or am I growing in my walk with God have the most recent days in my spiritual journey been spent more time in the presence of God or more presence of guilt, Or presence of you? Are you more spirit-led or self-led? Are we making our choices and decisions based on kingdom decisions? Or are they selfish decisions? Do you feel stronger in your walk? More confident? Willing to share with others what God's doing in your life? Because that's the way it needs to be. In Galatians 5, it talks about the spiritual fruits of the Spirit. So let me ask you this. Are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, uh, long-suffering, are all these a part of who you are and who you become? Because that's what Jesus is looking for through all of us. He wants us to press on. Ironically enough, Vince Lombardi, who's considered one of the greatest football coaches of all time, made this statement. Perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. As we... Shoot, if our goal is perfection, we can catch excellence in our spiritual journey and walk. So how are we allowing God to make us perfect? Are we growing? Are we spending more time in his word? Are we praying? Are we connecting with him? Do you feel the presence of God's spirit in your life more now than ever before? If so, I say, good job, way to go, awesome. The second thing we need to understand is that we need to forget the past and look forward to the future. He says that. He says, now dear brothers and sisters, I haven't achieved, I'm not perfect, but I focus on this thing, forgetting the past and look forward to what lies ahead. You know, we, some of our pasts are not very good pasts. You know, we we almost get depressed thinking about it. And some of it wasn't caused by you but caused by others. So we took advantage of you or in, in some ways. And our past is not something you wanna linger on anyway. And so I think we need to understand that, that our past is our past and it needs to stay there and we need to focus on the end line. I'm not a runner. I've told you that many times. But I still want to finish well. Look at the line. Try to celebrate. I love when runners go across the finish line and people just cheer and yell and scream. That celebration is awesome. And so when we think about our past here as a church, we have a lot to be thankful for. We don't have a lot to boast about because Paul said we can't boast, we should not boast. He says, I boast of this one thing, and that's Jesus and him crucified. That's all he boasts about. But we can look at our past, and if we aren't careful our past, we can become satisfied or casual about it. I was just thinking, it's part of our church's DNA, really, when we learn to move on from our past. You know, we aren't very satisfied sometimes. We're always looking for the next thing. And that's exciting. We here at a church have done some great things. We've, I remember when I first came many years ago, I was standing, it would be right below the lobby doors almost, right in that area. And uh, yeah, here's a handsome man. And there's a, Pastor Dave and I dedicating this spot and It was amazing. It's just absolutely amazing what God did. And I remember people going, how in the world are we going to pay for that place? (laughs) And I'm going, I don't know how we're going to pay, but it's exciting. I was so excited, I wore pants under that robe. But God has done great things through this church. I remember standing there and praying. Reading scripture from Solomon in the dedication of the temple. God has been so faithful. I remember the first time Pastor Dave mentioned that we were going to give away our Christmas uh, offering. <laughs> people go, well, give it away? What? You know, we use that to pay bills. And, and I just remember. Some people thought we were crazy. But look what he's done. He's built two orphanages in Malawi, a high school. Using people from this church and individuals and team members. Built a high school. Five-acre farm was bought for food production for the orphanage and for the school. Teen Challenge Recreational Center upgrades. Project Purpose for underprivileged students to have tutors. Operation Backpack, Happy to be Home, which, by the way, all the car show benefits go to them. Any money that's made goes to Happy to be Home. We have response crew. The response crew is already geared up and ready to go to Hurricane Relief. Talked to Jay this morning. He said, the truck is ready. We're just trying to wait to see where it needs to go. So if you'd like to help out, one of the ways you can help is just by giving, because it costs money to go fill the truck and all those kind of things. There's Puerto Rico. There's Puerto Rico where we helped put on a house, uh, a roof on a church, and, and provided a van for them. There's Guatemala Medical Missions trips, youth missions, Zambia. Push the Rock with um, Zambia and with... Um, with the Tuma family, Relay for Life, VBS, Vacation Bible School, what a great ministry that is to reaching hundreds of young people and children, trail riders, men's ministry, creative moments, and who can forget women's breakfast? Because my wife is giving her testimony this next time. And I know that I haven't mentioned all the ministries, but I only had 20 minutes to speak this morning. And I can't share them all. And maybe your favorite one didn't make it, but I'm so sorry. We can no longer, though, rest on what we've done. That's what Paul's saying here is that we need to press on, move forward, not not sit back and relax. We need to forget about the past and move forward to do what God is asking to do in this community. And in this world around us right now, we need to realize what makes us special is that one person can't do all of what we saw. It is all of us. Each and every individual here is important to God. And we celebrate all that God has done through us in the past, but we cannot be satisfied. Don't let yesterday use up too much of today. In other words, don't spend so much time thinking about what was done yesterday and all these wonderful things that we've done. But think about how much more God could do through us. The more I look back on my high school career as an athlete at my age, the better I am and the better I was. The reality is far different from that. we can't reflect on last on our yesterdays we have to focus on the future and that's the next point we need to move forward focusing on our heavenly prize the reason that hundreds of churches are closing each year in the united states is because they refuse to change and grow they rest on their laurels they look oh look at this it's a wonderful thing we've done in the past. Oh, it's great! We've been such a great church, and what happens is we, and many churches, decide to get comfortable. What are the most effective? I think some of those churches forget to ask this question: What is the most effective way that we can reach our community? How can we be effective in reaching out to our community and to those around? Them? Now, churches close because. Demographics has changed, and they weren't willing to change with the demographic. God wants us to keep moving forward, to take a risk, to leap by faith. It's not ready, set, wait. It's ready, set, go. Well, you said that so enthusiastically. <laughs> After the eight o'clock service, a lady walked up to me. She said, Pastor Gail, it's just so challenging. You challenge us. I don't know if I can do one more thing. I said, That's just where God wants us. He wants us in this place where we can do one more thing. Because if we can do it on our own, it, it takes no faith to do that. There's no dependence on God if we can do our own thing, if we can do ministry. There's no dependence on God whatsoever. And yet that's what he wants. Paul even said, in my weakness I am strong. It is God in me. Never retreat, Paul said. Always move forward. Ephesians 6, 6, 10-17 is about the armor of God. I love that passage. We aren't going to read it this morning because it's too long, but... It talks about all the armor that we need, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the sword of the Spirit. As I read Ephesians 6 I realize there's nothing there to protect your backside. So it's onward or you're in (laughs) Trouble. <laughs> Onward, pushing forward, breastplate righteousness, sword of the spirit, you know, shield of faith, all these things are used to move forward, to press on. One of my favorite hymns growing up was Onward Christian Soldiers, Marching As to War. It doesn't sing, Onward Christian Soldiers Sitting in My Seat. <laughs> Onward Christian Soldiers Relaxing in my pew, onward Christian soldiers marching. You don't march backwards, you march forward. Onward Christian soldiers marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. We're not only bringing people to Jesus, but we will be leading them in a life of transformation. And in this life of transformation, it will help them. It will help them to to not make poor choices, but to make better choices. And in the long run, help them to bring better joy and better life experience because they're doing the right thing and living the right way. One of my favorite groups to work with is junior high. I guess because I see myself as 13 sometimes. (laughs) Although when I saw myself on that video I go, who's the old guy sitting next to George? But they're fearless. If you get them when they're young they're fearless. Junior high kids will charge hell with a water pistol if you give it to them. They'll probably get you wet first, but then they go in charge. <laughs> so we have a lot to celebrate about. This week, I was on vacation when Pastor texted me about the keys, keys to the North Campus. Uh, I don't jump anymore, but I actually stood up from the sofa. <laughs> I was on vacation, come on <laughs> and I put my hand in the chair I said thank you God it's awesome marching as to war to me the north campus is just a tool what we, what we really are doing is just pressing on, we're moving forward with new opportunities to reach new community people for Jesus and to change their lives and give them hope. So in closing, I'd like to say this. We need to be a part of what God is asking us to do. Two things. Perfecting our walk with God. That we would perfect our walk with God. And when we do, the second thing will happen. The second thing will happen. The second thing is this. That we will impact the world around us and our community. Two years ago when Pastor Dave was still here and I saw that the why was available, I said to him, we ought to go buy the why. After a little bit of time had passed, I saw that it had, the sign had been taken down. It was under agreement with other people and I said, I wonder what God is going to do. And we can, when the doors of opportunity began to come again, I got excited. See, I'm old. And I believe that I'm probably on the downhill side of my ministry. I wish I was younger. You can't beat time. But I'll tell you what. When Pastor Ricky told me we got the keys, it was like a spiritual shot of adrenaline for me. God doesn't want us to be comfortable. He wants us to be powerful, to live on the edge, to take faith and take steps of faith and lead on and move forward. This entire event has been such a blessing to me. And I know that some of you don't even agree with what has happened, but I'm telling you, we can no longer just rest on our laurels we've got to move forward we have got to look for better ways and thorough ways to reach our community as we become more like Christ in our lives personally it will continue to impact the world and it begins here it begins now by committing our lives to Christ a fresh and anew that's why every month we do this because it's an opportunity to once again Thank Christ for the sacrifice that he made for us to refresh and evaluate our spiritual journey and where we need to be. So pray. As you come today, pray that God will help us reach our community for him. Help us to reach our world for him. To press on. Not be satisfied with onward Christian soldiers sitting in the chair, but to lead on, full bore, let's go. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this church. And yes, Lord, you've you've blessed us in so many ways. We're so thankful. You have allowed us to do what you have done through us. What a privilege. Now, Lord God, I just ask that you'll help us today as we come and surrender to you through this sacrament of communion where we honor the sacrifice of Christ. Help us, Lord, to surrender completely To give our lives in, in powerful ways, pressing on in our spiritual journey. Not being satisfied with mediocre, but going for excellence. And Lord, help us to be empowered to live for you. And Lord, now we ask that you'll bless this bread in your cup. And we pray these things in the name of jesus who taught us to pray say our father who art hallowed be thy name thy kingdom thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation from evil as the kingdom away forever.